Often the product that comes when we are distracted and fail to distinguish the incidental from the essential or the urgent from the important things in our life. And when we do that, we often miss the blessings God has for us. At the bottom line, here's what we find God intends our relationship with Him to be far more important than the task or the event. Welcome, everyone, to Act Like Men, Men's Leadership Podcast. Dale and I and our organization is passionate about helping men, helping churches develop their men to become an authentic, biblically-based man of God. Glad you're here today. My name is Wendell Morton. I am the executive director. Good to have you. Thank you. You are the reason we exist. And I, I want to reintroduce my co-host to you, Dale Uti. You hear him every every podcast. Dale, welcome. Greetings, Wendell. Good to be with you. So, Dale, we're covering a topic today that everyone struggles with, including me, at some point in their own life. And it's called worry. You know, you're, you're spot on, Wendell. I, I guess you could say that there are two kinds of men in this world, those who are worried now and those who soon will be <laughs> when it comes down to it. Boy, isn't that right? It's a it's a big topic. Dr. Grassi, the uh, founder of the ministry that uh, we represent here, Men's Ministry Catalyst, covers the topic in a book called "Overcoming Men uh, Overcoming Barriers Men Face." It's a book that has ten different topics in it, twelve chapters. Great book, one one topic at a time. So he provides some insightful instruction and encouragement for us. And we're going to go through a lot of his content today as Dale and I talk about our own challenges and challenges with worry. You know, that's right, Wendell. You know, Jim Jim really has shared that early in his life, he watched his grandmother struggle with worry in her life. And then he noticed, too, how his father followed the same pattern. It was almost as if worry was being modeled for him. And Jim tells yeah. how he was fortunate, though. In his early years, to discover the antidote to worry was really truly found in completely trusting God. And that mm-hmm. discovery alone allowed Jim to find the peace and the freedom that he was really searching after. Well, um, often our own struggles help us develop the process to wholeness and health. That's true. Spiritually, as we're working through that. So, Dale, walk us through some of the journey that Jim shared in the book, uh, in this particular chapter. And let's see if there are insights that can help all of us as we uh, deal with the monster of worry as it comes into our life. You bet. Well, Jim shares, you know, a lot of his adventures in life and the places he's gone, the things he's done, either fishing or hunting or expeditions, yeah. things that he's been yeah. on. Yeah. But he told the story of going on a fishing trip to Alaska with some friends and how for the last leg of their trip, they had to take a small plane far back to a remote area where they were going to spend time at a wilderness lodge. And Jim said that when some of the details of the trip were really starting to come into focus, he jumped into worry mode, focusing on all the risks that they would be taking and the many unknowns of what could be ahead of them. When they arrived in Alaska and then they transferred to the small plane, Jim said he was in full worry mode. Uh, uh, Whether at one point shortly after they took off, 
the weather had turned so bad and Jim surely thought that the pilot would turn back simply because they couldn't see, they weren't sure, they knew they were flying into the mountains and and into a really very uh, far-reaching wilderness areas. But the pilot was confident in his skills and his plane, and he told Jim to just relax and trust the instruments. And uh, now that may not have taken all of Jim's worry away, but at least it showed that Jim could actually trust this pilot. This pilot had been there before. He's flown in worse weather, and yeah. he understands yeah. what needs to be done. And uh, he even said to Jim, these instruments will guide us safely to our destination. Well, it's an anchor point, wasn't it? It's an anchor point to kind of hang on to. As you're telling Jim's story, I'm, I'm stepping into Jim's worry mode, you know, right along with it, because I can visualize exactly what he's headed into. It's like, oh, my gosh, you lose control, complete yeah. Exactly. You know, and as a as a fisherman, you started asking yourself, do I really want to go fishing this bad? Because I'm going to put myself in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jim said, even as that trip and the details were coming to light, everything that seemed to go into it kept raising the risk bar just a little bit more. And that's yeah. where Jim was really finding that worry. But you know, Wendell, when we have unknowns in our life, when we are unsure about what is coming next, we often want to fill in the blanks to complete the story that we are unsure yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. problem is, is that we often fill in the blanks based on our fears or our yeah. doubts or our uncertainties. And in those moments, Jim reminds us to hold fast to God's word and place our complete trust in him. For example, Jesus in his Sermon on the Mount said this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Jesus said this, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Yep. You know, Eugene Peterson, very gifted theologian who did a yep. wonderful paraphrase book. He's with the Lord now, but he, he he took that verse and he said it this way. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. You know, he sounds like a... I do too. He sounds like a grandfather talking to a grandchild. He really you know, does. Kind of the message, and when you think of the 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 elderly or the more senior folks coming along and, and saying, you know what, we've been there before. It's going to be okay. Work it out. And then uh, they provide the kind of advice that he did, and he re rewrote that verse in a way that we can really get a hold of. You know, there's a wonderful term we talk about the wisdom of the ages, and that truly yeah. is. And yeah, some, yeah. I, you and I have both met young men and young women who are far wiser than their age would indicate, mainly yeah. because maybe they've got a good grounding in their life. Somebody yeah. told them, yeah. taught them early on yeah. in their life. This is how you handle the the things that are going to come up and challenge you in life. This is how you handle them, and when you trust, that worry will become less. That's right. That's exactly right. But you know what? All of us, I think, need a dose of hope, you know, in, in our yeah, life always. at some time. And that yeah. normally can can give us a little bit of a strength to go beyond the worry, no matter yeah. what is ahead. Yeah. God's got our very best interest at heart as you go through the yeah. day. Wendell, yeah. I was I was visiting with a 95-year-old pastor just last week, oh, and wow. I had a 30-year-old female colleague of mine who was with me at that visit. And she, I could tell, she just marveled at the wisdom of this old pastor. 
So before we left, I asked this pastor to bless her with the not only with the wisdom that he had accumulated, but really just to lay his hands a blessing on her head. And I and I knew she had never had anything done like that before. It was new for her. So here's this 95-year-old man who's been preaching God's word for probably almost 75 to almost 80 years. And he begins to bless her in his quick wit. And his shepherd's heart came out when he said, young lady, I'm closer to 100 years old than I am to 90. Wow. (laughs) That that statement alone said an awful lot. But he said, I bless you and I encourage you to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And as he finished, I noticed that he had tears in his eyes. And you know what? So did she. That 95-year-old servant of God had just given this young woman the secret to life. And with it, with it, a strong defense against worry. You know, a lot of what he did, Dale, as I look at that, I listen to that. that's, That's scripture. He's just reporting scripture back to her. It's the basis that she needed for the rest of her life. Here he is 65 years ahead of her on the journey, looking back and say, these few things really help us accomplish so much and be at peace as we're walking in the journey of obedience. Wow, that was awesome. Thanks for that story. That's great. And of course, that's what Jim is trying to do with introducing these barriers that men face. If we can deal with those barriers, it doesn't necessarily make life easy, but it frees us up from some of the things that could really drag us back and hold us back. It gives us a path, which is really important. So let's wrap up our podcast with some of the things that Jim mentioned. He's got a handful of them. Let's go through. Yeah, you know, he really put some things just in focus, in order, and all these things are going to be on the show notes today, but this is right out of his book. Number yep. one, Jim says, trust in God's flight plan for your mm. life. Looking back mm. at that story in Alaska, story. trust God's flight plan for your life and not your own. Boy, that's wow. a key part of that. Just as Jim had never been to this place where they were heading in Alaska, he had yeah. to trust the pilot who knew where yeah. he was going yeah. and knew and trusted in the instruments in the plane that were taking him there. The second thing that Jim points out is he says that Satan loves to attack us when we're weak or frustrated or tired or become oversensitive to personal attacks or human events and horrific disasters. And so Jim said, when we're vulnerable like that, be careful. We need to follow the example of Jesus and take time to replenish not only our body, but our soul and our mind. So Jim says, look, don't go into battle situations unprepared. Go in and fortify yourself and be ready for those yep. times so that you're not weak and that Satan won't be able to gain a foothold. I, I think there's a point there too, though, that we, are, yeah, we got to watch when we're weak, frustrated, tired, all those things that you mentioned, but there is an enemy. This is not just wandering through life and dealing That's with right. my own stuff. Yep. There is an enemy who wants to defeat us and we need to take that into account as we're moving along. That's true. That's Thank true. And, and never, you know, again, there's so many times in scripture where we are told to be ready for that kind of battle yes. when it comes. Yes. Yes. And, and Jim is pointing yes. that out to us here. Just a reminder yes. to us, it's always going to be there. Number yes. three, Jim said to deliberately 
deliberately distract yourself from the tensions, struggles, and worries that begin to cast a dark cloud over you. In other words, when you can avoid those things that are going to drag you down or, yeah. or suck the life energy right out of you, be careful yeah. about those things because yeah. that's the thing that can contribute to your vulnerability as well. Right. And number number four, Jim says, and it's kind of like we've already mentioned, prepare and arm yourself with God's word and practical decision-making yeah. skills. Again, yeah. the time that you're going to need to be the wisest you cannot gain wisdom fast enough in that moment. No, you need to gather, yeah, gather with that wisdom all along the way and listen to the 95-year-old pastors in your life yeah. that are yeah. teaching and training even still at age 95. But prepare yeah. and arm yourself with God's word. Fifth, yeah. the Jim says, since worry is truly useless, replace worry with praising God for what he has done for you. And I think what Jim is saying is this, change your focus. You're yeah, focusing absolutely. on worry, change that focus, redirect that energy, put it into something that will either bring praise and honor and glory to God, but obviously something that will elevate you from going down a wrong or deep hole yeah. that could get you yeah. trapped. And then Jim says the last focus. exactly. Jim says the last thing to do is really probably pretty helpful too. Journaling is yeah. a good way to record and the lessons that you learn from God's answers and solutions to your worries and concerns. So when you come through a situation where maybe you've had some worry and maybe you've even had some maybe some victory over worry because yep. you were able to suppl supplant what was causing the worry with something that brought you joy and grace and just an understanding more of who God is. It could be a walk in the woods. It could be something very simple. But journaling that so the next time that situation comes up, you can go back to that journal Reflect. What did I do the last time? What helped? How can I get through this this time? Journaling is very helpful. Thanks for for uh, ending it there. Um, worry. Listen, all of us face it. We talked about it on the front end. Sometimes it's overwhelming because the circumstances are overwhelming. We always create the outcome that is not a positive one uh, if we if we yield to worry. So these these steps are so critical they really as we're are. going along the journey. And I would also say. You need a buddy in the foxhole with you to help Amen. you work through that whole process. Nothing you can really do on your own is as effective as having a buddy who really wants to support you in that journey. So thank you. Thanks for walking us through that, Dale. Um, and we, we pray for each of you as listeners that you'll have victory over the worry, the things that you struggle with in your life and focus on the things God has for you. Yes. Remember, God does God is in control. God does have your best interest at heart. And as we're uh, the chaos around us, as we're looking at all of that and dealing with it, it's easy to become worried. It's worry about your finances, worry about your kids, worry about your marriage, worry about your job. It's easy to get focused in, in, on other things and get distracted, especially in the world we live in today. So we want to encourage you, follow these steps. Again, Dale said they'll be in the show notes, and they will. And uh, pray, pray that God will help you as you work through the struggles and the worries of your life. Well, thanks for joining us today. Again, you are the reason we exist. We pray that what we do has value to you, and you can add value to others as you're working through that. Um, the show notes will be available. This is uh, available to you, so I encourage you to, to grab those and read through those as you're um, working through your, your challenge of uh, worry. Thanks again for joining us again. You're the reason we exist. We want leaders and pastors 
to um, help their men become authentic, biblically-based men of God. That's our passion. That's why we exist. We pray for you that that will occur. Bless you. Talk to you next time.